Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications, Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. We are speaking with Ms. Caroline DeBear, a footwear industry veteran, legal expert in footwear matters, a college professor, and the co-founder of 14-month-old Bendy by Ashbury Skies, an ethically manufactured footwear brand for women that is handcrafted in California with a few simple components. Uh, Ms. DeBear's footwear career began at Esprit, where she worked for more than six years before becoming the Director of Product Development at LA Gear, and later she would work as the Director of Product Development for Ariat International and V. P of footwear for play. For more than eight years, she's been employed as a footwear expert, trial experience, and she also owns four U.S. patents. And since September of 2018, she has been the co-founder of Bendy and has begun as a footwear design instructor to third and fourth year fashion and industrial design university students at the California College of the Arts in San Francisco. I met Ms. DeBear at the recent Footwear Design Summit in New York City, sponsored by the Footwear Distributors and Retailers of America, and she joins us today from from the San Francisco Bay Area. Good afternoon, Carol. Talk to us about your long footwear company industry experience and work as an expert witness in lawsuits. You know, and what's involved in the latter, and how did you land that role? Sure. Uh, hello, everyone. I have been working in the footwear industry for such a long time, over 30 years, that I have been considered now a veteran in this industry, having worked with uh, brands on a corporate level as well as freelance doing independent consulting for men's, women's, and children's footwear. About eight years ago, I was contacted and asked to be a footwear expert on a children's utility design case. And after that one experience, I have been found by multiple different attorneys to work on um, intellectual property cases, both for design patents as well as utility patents, and written multiple footwear expert reports. And I've testified at uh, several footwear patent trials for brands such as Deckers and Ugg, working with the attorneys there, and then also asked to opine and write, you know, multiple reports for other brands and testified at deposition and such as a footwear expert witness. It's really exciting. And one of the things I think that's most important and special is after over 30 years in the industry, being able to give back to an industry that has done so much for me and work with integrity and maintaining intellectual property since there's just so much counterfeiting going on and so many brands that will copy other brands. I think that keeping this integrity in intellectual property has become something that is now in the forefront. I'm excited to work with these attorneys that are employed by the brands to help maintain that level of integrity in this industry. At the FDRA Footwear Design Summit in New York City recently, you sat on a panel of five women where some of the discussion focused on academia and the footwear industry. Do you think there could be a better connection between the two where both sides would benefit? Yes, I absolutely do. And teaching at California College of the Arts in San Francisco, what I realized immediately was that there wasn't enough of a connection between the actual footwear industry and the courses that the students were taking. So for instance, in the footwear design class that I'm teaching, one of the initial things I did immediately was get them exposed to different footwear brands, to speakers, to making visits 
and such to different places I thought would be relevant to them. I had footwear designers from Rothy's, from Ariat, and I had a leather expert from the Materials Exchange come in and speak about leather. I was able to take my students to a footwear design, a footwear shoe factory in Los Angeles to see shoes actually being made in a factory. And these things are just critical to them being able to make that connection to the real industry from the classroom, as well as getting them networking and creating a network while they're still in school is something that I find to be really, really important so that when it is time to go find a job, they actually know people. They've been to a materials show. They've been to a factory. They've been to these companies that they could then possibly go and work for. And I feel like that is something that does happen, but needs to happen more. Well, next I want to ask you about Bendy, you know, your, your brand that you co-founded, you know, what is it? Where did you start it? What, where, and what does it make? And where are the products sold? And I have a few follow-ups, so I'll start with those. Sure, no problem. Absolutely. So I worked many, many years ago, again, it's talking about our networks, right? 30 years ago, I worked with a woman named Mary Sue Papali at Esprit, and we went our separate ways for many years. And then a couple years ago, she contacted me and said, you know, I want to do or make a footwear brand that is locally manufactured. And I said, I'll just jump on board immediately. And we started to working together and launched the Bendy um, about a year later. Uh, we started with a Kickstarter campaign and raised enough money to fund the first production. And since then, we launched uh, Direct-to-Consumer in February of 2019. And it's been going great. The shoes are very comfortable, all leather, Italian leather from made with a leather that has been certified by the Leather Working Group as gold certified. And we're making the shoes at a factory in downtown Los Angeles, ethical manufacturing, paying a living wage to workers whose names we know was very important to us. And also just using as many sustainable materials as possible was something that was critical as well. It's been a wonderful journey so far, and the shoes are just really, really comfortable and great for women. Plan to sell eventually into brick and mortar, perhaps? Uh, what do you think the U.S. female consumer is looking for in a brand like Bendy? Is it a sustainability issue or is it other things as well? I think that we do not have plans selling brick and mortar unless it is our own retail store. Currently, we're selling direct-to-consumer and we are also doing a lot of festivals and that's been really exciting. Locally made, Maker's Market, some events and such. For the moment, that's what it is, but we do want to open our own brick and mortar store sometime in the next few years. And women in the U.S., I believe that they are looking for comfortable shoes that they can wear all day long, something that transitions from wearing it all day to maybe wearing it in the evening, something sleek, something that is just sustainably made. I think that's becoming more and more important. The local manufacturing aspect of our product has been so appealing and just gotten such recognition with the Bendy that we know we made the right choice in U.S. manufacturing as well. Caroline, what would you say the biggest challenge of a footwear startup like yours? You joined with your former partner there at Esprit. What were the biggest challenges? just getting it off the ground. What have been the biggest advantages and what, have, what has surprised you so much so far on the journey? Oh boy. So the biggest challenges 
are financial, honestly. I think that, you know, when you're a small startup, building sales and getting marketing out there and all of that is just so time consuming. And when it's just the two of us, it takes up all of your time. So I think that that has been the biggest challenge is not having enough time and also just being able to market and get the exposure as quickly as we would like to. And, you know, another thing, that we think has been a challenge is just getting the sustainability story out there to the degree that we'd like to just takes time and we're building momentum. And I think that that's, what's amazing. It is happening. It just takes time. As far as advantages that we have, it's local manufacturing. I can go to Los Angeles to our factory in less than a day and go there and back in one day. The shoes are being trucked to us. And when you think about sustainability and local manufacturing, the shoes arrive by truck in two days. So our lead times are shorter. We feel amazing integrity in the fact that we're making a product that is sustainable and that is locally manufactured. So I think those advantages are amazing. And word of mouth from the people here who are supporting the brand. People are buying two, three, four, and five pairs because they love it so much they're coming back. And we've had so many repeat customers that are spreading the word about this brand. And that is just amazing. And I'd consider that, I guess, an advantage. <laughs> and then I think the last thing you said is what has surprised us or has surprised me. And I think it the positivity and the support of everybody from people in the industry to friends to family to people who've never even heard of us going out and buying five pairs. So it's, it's just been amazing. I guess I'm surprised by how much support we've got. Are you trucking the shoes made in Los Angeles to the Bay Area? That's where you're shipping them from? Is that what the deal is? Yes. The shoes arrive in two days by truck. So versus, you know, shoes coming from Brazil or China or somewhere else, it can take, you know, three to four weeks to get the shoes here. And then you have to go through customs and pay duty and all of these things. And there can be delays. We've had, I think, six or seven purchase orders to date. And every single purchase order leaves the factory by truck, comes to us in two days. So not only are the carbon emissions so much less, so the environmental impact is reduced drastically. The amount of time it takes for the product to arrive to us is drastically reduced. Two days is how long it takes to get our shoes here from the factory. Two more things about Bendy. Tell us the price, uh, the retail price point, and tell us the web address where people can go if they're interested in looking at them and buying a pair. Sure. The price. They are $149.95, and the shoes are 100% Italian leather with a athletic sport footbed inside a comfortable, you know, sleek women's shoe. And the website address, it's currently Ashbury Skies, the Bendy. So you would go to ashburyskies.com and then designer the Bendy where they can be found. You can also follow us on Instagram at Bendy Shoe. That sounds exciting for your company there, your startup. And so finally today, Caroline, I just want to ask you in the broader picture, uh, since you were at the Footwear Design Summit and your footwear maker yourself and you've been in footwear companies over the last 30 years, what do you see as some of the challenges facing you as footwear business today and how might it be improved? Um, you, you try to talk, touch on the sustainability issue. You can talk about where you think that's going as well if you'd like. Sure. I think that one of the things facing brands today is digitiz uh, digitization <laughs> and just you know automation and 
and how fast knowledge is moving. I was recently at the Fast Company Innovation Festival and just listening to some leaders from Nanotronic, Frog Design, other places, and just looking at what's happening in the world of robotic and automation. And I think brands need to get on board quickly if they're going to stay relevant in the industry. And then when it comes to sustainability, it's a challenge for larger, long-time brands to be nimble when it comes to making the changes that are necessary. I wholeheartedly believe that sustainability and ethical manufacturing do not cost more. There are ways to reduce the number of components you're using in a product, reduce waste that can create cost savings. You can ship your shoes and have the shipping carton be the same as the shoe box. You reduce the prices for shipping by doing that. You're reducing carbon emissions. Brands can do their part and it's small steps. And I think some of the larger brands are going to have a harder time transitioning, but I know that we can all do it. Well, thanks, Caroline. I've been speaking with Ms. Caroline DeBear, a fuller industry executive and co-founder of the Bendy brand. And you've been listening to a podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. I am Bob McGee.